Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the Cafe, Wealthies. Well, sit back and prepare to be inspired. I'm going to start this episode with a note from our sponsor. Our sponsor for this episode is Course Creators HQ. If you've ever thought about doing an online course, there is no one better to guide you through it than my friend over at CCHQ, Julie Hood. She's offering a free topic and title challenge this coming June, June 7th through 14th. As I record this, that should be coming up soon. And you can go over and sign up for a free spot in that challenge at ericarosscoach.com forward slash CC challenge. And I'll be sure to put that in the show notes. I am ever so grateful to Julie and her team at Course Creators HQ for sponsoring this episode. And with that, let's get ready to rock and roll. I'm going to be focusing in this particular episode on a story I wrote quite some time ago, as I am now 64 years old, and this happened about when I was in my 40s. So we're talking a long time ago, but the same issue is up for me right now, and it has to do with going slow. So I'm going to read you this story from my book, Seven Sacred Attitudes, called The Tao of Impingement. So here we go. I was 40-something, and I was stuck. Try as I might, I couldn't make anything new happen in several key areas of my life. When I tried, I kept hitting roadblocks in my career, my yoga practice, my writing. All around me, I was stuck. Now, my intellectual mind knew the life lesson before me, which was don't push things. But I wasn't a very good student, at least until I pushed too far. One summer day, I stayed in the pool swimming laps longer than I'd intended. Now, at that time, my usual swim was about a half a mile. On that day, I decided to go all out and swim an entire mile. I'd never done that before, and I hadn't trained for it either. When I finished, I dragged myself out of the pool. I was tired, but so what? I thought the joy of stretching my limits really filled me, and it felt really good. Thank God, I thought at the time, at least I made progress somewhere in my life. But a week later, my body had a different story to tell. My right shoulder wouldn't move. My marathon swim wasn't progress after all. I had pushed too far, too fast, and pinched a nerve in my shoulder. I read a medical article in my chiropractor's office and learned that the medical term for my shoulder condition was impingement, which meant that something was getting in the way of smooth flowing nerve conduction. Now, I further translated the medical jargon to mean this. If you place a dam of boulders across a rushing river that's used to generate power, people downstream would be eating by candlelight. Well, downstream from my impinged shoulders, my finger couldn't move very well, at least not enough to write. So I finished reading the medical article in the waiting room, tossed it to the side, 
Great. I thought impingement in my shoulder, impingement in my life. I wondered if I could take a simple truckload of dynamite to all the road-like obstacles and impingements in my life, including my shoulder, and just blast my way clear. But my chiropractor, Dr. Craig at the time, suggested a different tactic for handling my shoulder's impingement problem. He told me, you know, Erica, the strategy is this. You begin where you are. If there's impingement, there's impingement. Just work with it. Okay, I said, and how? He explained the process and we began. The first week I was to take it easy. Use ice and heat to reduce the swelling, he said, get lots of rest. I wasn't supposed to move my shoulder. I wasn't even supposed to attempt to move my shoulder. Excruciating pain and immobility helped me go along with that plan. The following week, he said, show me the extent of the movement you now have in your shoulder. Right, I said, I can tell you there isn't any. But he urged me to try a technique for moving my shoulder that he said would be gentle. So I sat in a chair, as he directed, bent over toward the floor, extended my arms straight down to my feet, and let my arm hang down, kind of like a pendulum. No problem so far. In fact, he said, now use your arm like a pendulum, he said. Make circular arm movements from that position within the range that you're able, however small. I held my arm like a pendulum. And I made maybe, I don't know, two-inch circles. I winced with pain. Well, that face tells me you went too far, Dr. Craig noted. Take it down to a smaller circle, no bigger than a dime this week. I want you to work within your limits. Side note, right there, that was important info. The words within your limits. All right, back to the story. So working within my limits had not been my strong suit, I said. Well, until today, my chiropractor said, change your attitude. This week, you'll get to see the power of small movements. Here's what you'll practice. Make the small circles that you can. Back off when you feel a twinge. Find your limit and stay there. Well, I went home and practiced every day. I found it really frustrating. I wanted to reach further. I wanted to make larger circles. But I remembered there'd be a payoff if I stayed within my limits. And so I kept to my dime-sized circles. Now, back in Dr. Craig's office the next week, I told him of my daily arm circle practice. But I'm still sore, I said. I still feel the same twinge of pain in my shoulder when I move. He said, show me. So I bent down and began my arm circles. At what point do you feel the twinge, he asked. I moved my arm and showed him the place where my arm started to hurt. Well, Erica, of course it still hurts when you move to your limit. That's how you know it's your limit. When you're at home, I want you to stop before the extent of your limit. But look at your progress. Do you see how your circles are now more than double the size that they were a week ago? Oops, I was looking in the wrong place for progress. I was looking for an immediate and total absence of the pain. I forgot to notice the circles had expanded to the size of a baseball, and the pain didn't kick in until my new limit. 
So as I got into my car to go home and practice my next week's circles, I glanced at the cover of the book that I'd left on the passenger's seat. Kid you not, it showed a picture of the Grand Canyon. Huh, what a metaphor for what I was learning. I thought to myself, water created that entire canyon. Over time, bit by bit, the water didn't insist upon an immediate result. It just kept moving in one direction. So I began to think of my daily arm circle practice as what I have called the Tao of impingement. I realized that I could apply this philosophy to my entire life. For example, I could look at my writing and my yoga practice and notice any impingement of my creative or physical energy flow. And then I could apply the same principle that I was learning from my shoulder rehab process. I could stay within my limits and see where that took me. And so I began to apply the Tao of impingement principles to my writing, my coaching career, and my yoga practice, in addition to my shoulder. With each little micro movement focused in the direction I wanted to go, I noticed something remarkable. My limits began to expand. The creative energy was flowing again. And I didn't touch anything that even resembled dynamite. So there you go, my friends. Let me ask you a couple coachy type questions. Where in your life are you tempted to use dynamite right now? And my other question is, in your most stuck place as an entrepreneur, where are small micro actions possible? That's really what it's all about, isn't it? And the reason I chose that story was I needed to read it for myself because frankly, right now, as I am recording this, I'm experiencing some lower back pain and I'm having to stick within my limits and I'm having to pay attention to what I can accomplish within my limits, small micro steps. It's so amazing to me. So that, my friends, is what I want to leave you pondering with this week. I want you to be thinking about impingement, where you're stuck, where you can take some small micro movements, maybe even bigger than you could the week before. Maybe you'll join my friend Julie Hood, as I mentioned at the outset of this episode, and take a free challenge with her on at least creating the topic and title of a course that you wanted to create. Maybe you'll reach out to me with an email to Erica tapwitherica at gmail.com and let me know you'd like to participate in my next masterclass on activating your sage because the sage within you knows that micro movements are very powerful. I'll put all of the info from today's episode in the show notes, including a link to go to sign up for Julie's free challenge, a link to my entrepreneur's free toolkit, as well as a reminder of sending me an email for you to join my next masterclass on Awakening the Sage. Love you all a bunch. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, wealthies, always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth starts from the inside out. Have a great week. 
Okay, podcast team, take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.